Hello, Colleen. Hey, Aaron. Good to see you again. Yeah, I am uh I am back from my travels and uh almost over my jet lag. Um but good good glad to be back. It was a good trip. Good. So before we talk about your trip, I wanted to give a shout out to our very good friend's daughter, Sinclair, who is a listener of our podcast. Hello, Sinclair. I've heard uh I've heard you're a big Colleen fan, and so uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that Colleen's shout out means a lot to you, but we wanted to say thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. I can't get my own kids to listen, so I super appreciate that someone listens. <laughs> well, I did uh I did just get back, so I was in Lisbon, uh Portugal last week for Laracon EU and it was awesome. Tell me. Um so we went Planet Scale went as a sponsor. And so I got to meet, uh, I got to meet my coworker or actually my boss, Holly, for the first time in person. And I got to see my other coworker, Taylor, in person. Um, I had met her once in Austin, actually. Um, but the three of us got to hang out at the booth, which was fun. And I got to meet a ton of my, uh, Laravel internet friends in person for the first time, which was super fun. And I got to give, uh, I got to give a talk. I was, I closed out the conference. I was the last speaker. So. Yeah. Can we talk about how you mentioned you were going to speak? And then I saw on Twitter that you were closing out the conference. I was like, you're basically yeah. keynoting. That's a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it, it turned out it, the scheduling turned out really good. I will say, um, so I gave the same talk that I gave at the Faded GitHub Universe conference, if you'll remember, um, which was fine because if I recall correctly, I think maybe five people had heard the talk before. <laughs> so it was pretty fresh for everybody. Um, but it worked out great because the content of the talk is basically like, kind of like rah, rah, you know, put yourself out there, good things will happen, like go forth and conquer. And so it works, it works really well at the end of a, at the end of a conference, like leave on a high note, you know, everybody's, everybody's kind of tired at the end. We don't necessarily need another technical deep dive, but we do need a little bit of like a, like a kick out the door to go conquer the world kind of thing. And that's what I gave them. And it worked. Oh, that's amazing. So were there more than three people there this time? There were more than three people there, fortunately. Yeah, there were, um, I think there were 550 attendees. And so I know that some people did leave early to catch flights back to their their home cities and countries. So there were probably 500 people in attendance um, for my talk. Wow, and that's amazing. Yeah, it uh, it went really, really well. I'm really proud of of how it went i got a lot of i got a lot of good feedback um but i think the coolest part was it like you could tell that it resonated emotionally with a lot of people and a lot of people came up after afterwards and were like thanking it for me asking if they could give me a hug and i was just like Aww, oh this must have amazing. worked so yeah, it felt really good. I was I totally redeemed the less than ideal situation. Um and I was and it was great because like, you know, I had practiced it so much for GitHub Universe that 
I only had to practice it a couple times for Laracon EU, and I still got to, you know, do it just as well because it was all still in my memory. So it worked out great. That's awesome. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, thanks. What a relief. <laughs> I bet. So um, that was good. I'm back working on, I think we've talked about the micro pivot, uh, which we can talk about more, but I kind of want to hear you've been, you've been looking to hire people. So how's that been going? Yes, you left for a week and I decided to restructure our whole business. <laughs> You're welcome. That, uh, that seems to happen, by the way. <laughs> it's the thing I do. Just FYI. I'm just glad to be along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, so while you were gone, um, I did some deep dive, deep thoughts on the future of our relationship with our enterprise customer. And a theme of both of my podcasts has been about how I need to get out of the consulting role. And so we are now in a position to make that happen. So in order to make that happen, I am looking to hire someone to kind of fill that support role and also be technical. Yeah. So last week I made a lot of progress. I wrote up a proper job description and posted it on some job boards. I reviewed applicants. And this week I have already interviewed four people in one day, which I would not recommend. Sounds and um, we're, it was, it was exhausting. It, it probably will do that smarter next time. That many people in one day is really hard to maintain the level of focus you need. Yeah. But um, moving in that direction, I'm finding it's very hard to hire for a startup because it's I cannot give anyone any guarantees about, well, right. anything. So, you know, I have been asked, can you hire full time? Like, no, not now. I have no idea if that will change. You know, things like that, um, which make it hard. And I think it's also harder to hire on a contract basis versus hiring in the U.S. at least a W-2, like kind of full-time employee because people want a little more security than I can provide with a three-month contract. That being said, I had over 30 applicants. So I, I think um, there's, I've like I said, I interviewed a bunch of people and, and the people who have applied seem great. I could see any of the people I interviewed today being a good fit, to be honest with you. So for me, the next step is really to figure out, like to even drill down even further in terms of what I want and what I need for this role. And so I had the basic job description that I put up on the job boards, but now I am writing a much more detailed one just to make sure that expectations are set between me and whomever I do hire. What job boards did you post this on? I posted it on um, the Rails job board that Chris Oliver has, the Go Rails job board. Oh, nice. But what was really surprising to me was I posted it for free. So I didn't pay to have it bumped or boosted or anything. And I started getting applicants right away. And then I also signed us up for um, that rail rails devs, rails devs. Yep. I saw that. I signed us up for that. And that's a reverse job board. So you don't post your job. You actually reach out to independent contractors and people looking for employment. Mm -hmm. And so those are the only two channels I used and I have had more than plenty, more than plenty. <laughs> I've had plenty of qualified applicants. Like, well, I'm 100% sure I will be able to select someone from the people that have applied. Well, that's pretty great then. I yeah. Mean, for us to be able to have several people to choose from is, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> 
Yes, I think the next step, so I've interviewed four, I think I have three more, I think I asked seven people to interview. The next step is I do want to do some kind of paid coding project, something short, something small. I, I think in the past, I, you know, some people like to hire really quickly and then fire really quickly, if that's what works for them. I'd rather do a little more work up front to evaluate if someone is a, a good fit. And so tomorrow, hopefully, I'll come up with some just kind of basic coding challenge, nothing too hard. And then I'll probably ask them to pair for an hour and that'll be paid because this is someone I'm going to be working with quite a lot. So I need to make sure that they're available to pair, that we can do that, um, that they communicate well, things like that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, and where is this person going to slot in, in terms of, so you, you've mentioned getting out of consulting. Is this going to be the new you at the client or is this some other role or how are you thinking about this? So my ideal would be that they're basically me, like the new me they do. And of course someone has to work up to this, but they would be the person responding in Slack. They would be the person attending the meetings and giving status updates. So it's, it's an interesting role because it is both very technical because they need to be able to push code and they need to be able to fix bugs. But also I need someone who can communicate well. And that's, that's a lot of different skill sets, right? We as founders, like we have a lot of different skill sets. And so to look for a developer who is comfortable both like really, really doing deep technical work and going to a meeting and giving a status update or um, respond, you know, working with the other developers in Slack, like that's, that's, that's a very well-rounded developer. And so that is ideally what I would like to find. And I think, I think I can find that. It's just, can I find that with in our budget is the real, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the real, the real question. Um, and, and the other thing that like I've been talking to people about is I also need someone who really executes. I don't need a deep thinker, <laughs> which is kind of a funny like juxtaposition because usually you want to get the yeah. most senior person you can afford. But I'm literally telling people on these interviews, I was like, you're going to come in and the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is write a set, a set of integration tests, like system tests. And so I do that so I can set the expectation that I don't want you to come in and tell me how you want to refactor. There will be no refactoring. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. there You're will not going to be able to rewrite it from scratch. We've done right. that. Right. There will be, will be none of that. There will be execution. So it's kind of hard to find someone. I don't know. It seems like the people who have like the complete skill set are, are a little more senior and in my experience, those people like to take a leadership role within the code base, but I already have, I already have senior, I already have those kinds of people. So I just really need someone who can execute. So yeah, it's been a whirlwind. I mean, last time I talked to you, I wasn't even serious about hiring and here I am interviewing people. So welcome yeah, back. And I miss 110 telegram messages while I'm on a flight and I, I you land. Sure did. We're, yeah, we're doing interviews. So awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think there really were 110. Like it was there just, really were. I saw it on my notification badges. It was 110. 110 between you, me, and somebody else. And I was like, well, it seems like they had a lot to say because I was <laughs> I was on an airplane. Yeah, I think, and you know, the conversation we had with that that person, um, I think also just 
it's good to get that outside perspective sometimes because it's so easy to get like sucked into the weeds of tasks. I saw this tweet. I don't remember who it was, but he said, startups don't fail. They drown, like drown because it's just, you're overwhelmed with all these tasks and, and figuring out, I mean, this person said to us, uh, he said, neither of you are spending the majority of your time trying to find product market fit. And that concerns me. I was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Um, we also, while you were gone, got a really big up, uh, like technical update, push to the gem, push the engine into the client, which was a big deal. Um, it was our, our saved filters and our, our on the fly filters were actually in the same controller. So mm. We actually separate, oh, they weren't really in the same controller, but the way the state was managed with them, it was all very closely intertwined. And so we were able to kind of, we were able to separate them within the code base, which is just going to make future stuff so much easier. And I work with the designer who came into my office. I love that he's local. That's been super fun. Oh, cool. I didn't know he was local. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, he lives here. So he comes to my office like once a month and we design stuff. Well, that rules. The one that made that incredible UI? Yep, that's the one. Wow, that's pretty cool. It is really cool. And so he came in, so we were able to kind of... It's really fun when he comes in because we just kind of hack away at stuff, right? We're like, what Mm -hmm. what should... I don't design, right? He's like, what should this look like? And he can mock stuff up so fast. And so... And then I can just kind of play around with, oh, like, can we use that with our architecture? Like, what would we have to change? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of fun to just play in that space a little bit. Yeah. So um, been doing that, been working with him to work towards our new like kind of vision for what we want filters to look like and moving forward, just moving forward on product stuff. Well, that's one heck of a week. Oh, yeah. It was it was like crazy busy. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, um, it was really fun. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I missed all of the excitement. Um, so on... My side, I've been working on that, you know, the the pivot that we've talked about and getting a UI yeah. in place that can represent more clearly reporting. And I think I told you about this, but I was on I was on a call um with somebody who wanted to buy Refine and I was showing it to him and asking him, you know, what what are you doing with it? It's like, oh, I'm building out, you know, reporting. And I was like, Oh, imagine that. And so I showed him I showed him the UI that I was working on. And I was like, this is kind of what we're working towards. And he, you know, stuck his hand out into the camera and said, this is me offering you my money. This, I want this, this is what I'm building and I don't want to build it. I was like, aha, that's that's great. And then you were there for the other one when we were on the call with that guy the other day and he was trying to buy refine and asked him why and he was like i'm building reporting and i said okay well look at this and he said yeah this is this is what i want is this ready i was like no (laughs) but that's great so that's two you know two for two since we've started working on you know reporting that people have said i actually just want reporting i just am doing refine to like build it myself so that feels really good yeah i think that's great I'm excited about that. I think what was funny about that second call too is he was like, what else do people use this for? Like, isn't everyone using this for reporting? Yeah, he was so he was so confused. He was like, do you have other use cases for this? I was like, well, yeah, but 
I guess not as many. Um, so I, I did have a customer call while you were gone with a Rails shop, and they did want it more as an engine. I like just yeah. using that term, like more as a layer. Um, mm-hmm. So they did kind of just want the component. But yeah, overall, I think reporting is, is going to be such a good move. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if once the reporting thing is is live, if we sell both separately. Um, because I could, like, I there are valid use cases for just the query builder outside of, like, this reporting interface. But I just don't know if many people, clear, clearly, not that many people see it that way. Um, we'll see. Why not? Okay. I guess is my, my point of view. Well, okay. I have a proposal for you. Let's Help talk me. about reporting. Okay. You really want to sell this as an engine that they plug into their own application, a package, right? Um, I don't know if engine has technical terms in Rails, and so I can't say for sure, but like, yeah, something they drop into their own application, yeah. So I was on a mentor call with someone experienced in product stuff last week, uh-huh. and she made the point, I think her exact words were, why would I pay a lice- uh, annual fee for something that you're just going to give me and it's a one-time thing? Have you thought about us doing a hosted version of reports? Um, I have thought about it, and I have thought that that sounds terrible. Yeah, I just wonder about if I sell you, like, even with, you know, we're in our first year, so we'll see how renewals go. But even with the package, when you sell a package, are people going to pay for updates? Because there aren't going to be that many updates. It's almost like a licensing Um, fee, right? Yeah, it's like a licensing fee. Um, it is, you know, there are going to, I think there are going to be a fair amount of updates, especially with, especially with a reporting interface. You can continually, there's a lot more surface area where you can continually add stuff. Um, it's true. So like I would imagine scheduled reports would be in the first release, but if it's not like huge features like that can be added. Um, and then stuff like Laravel 10 support come, you know, Laravel 10 drops in, in February. And so like ongoing maintenance updates like that, I think, um, I, I, I feel, I feel fine about the, the licensing fee where I feel terrible is a, doing a hosted version. Um, because then one, we're competing with Metabase, which sounds real hard. And two, then we have to navigate, um, connectivity to their database and all of that stuff, which sounds less than ideal as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't really want to, I do not, not really. I don't want to have a hosted version. I'm just wondering. It, yeah, yeah. I also don't want to be oh, uptime. Can you imagine having to worry about uptime for all that kind of stuff? No, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer not. It'll just be interesting to see how the licensing fee thing works out. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I think think it'll be on us to continue to, I don't know. I was going to say it'll be on us to continue to add stuff, but I don't know. Like licensing fees are pretty normal. Yeah. Like that's, I feel that's like a they're pretty normal. Thing. It's a I common thing for, for we'll see. reasonable size businesses. Yeah. That's like the, that's like the sketch model back before Figma took over everything. Sketch was like, you pay once and you get, you retain access to this version forever, but we do a new version every year. Um, yeah. So. Oh no, I'm, yeah, I'm, we'll find, I'm down. We'll find out. I just wanted to see what you, yeah. See what you thought about that. 
Yeah, the only the only thing I feel super strongly about this is I feel as strongly about this as you feel anti open source is I'm not doing a hosted version. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair so, enough. So between the two of us, we've eliminated eliminated open source and hosted versions. So we don't have too many options left. <laughs> I love it. We're building the business we want. That's, That's exactly, exactly what we're doing. Right. right. All right. What else? Anything? I I don't think so. I have been, yeah, I've just been super productive the past couple of weeks. I feel like I have done a really good job taking a, whatever they call it, 10,000 foot view, like stepping back from the task list mm -hmm. and evaluating like, is this the right thing for the business? And so I think as long as I continue, yeah, I just want to make sure I continue to do that. Like, cause it's hard not to get sucked into the tasks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's that whole that hustle culture mindset, man. I feel like I'm just knocking stuff out. It's awesome. <laughs> so RIP to the anti-hustle culture, but it's it's great <laughs> to just work hard and get stuff done. <laughs> I know. It is great, right? It just feels amazing. Yeah, like I was It I really was, does. Before, before the pod, I was reviewing my I've started doing these weekly reviews and I was reviewing my weekly and I was like, "Wow, I really crushed it last week that's awesome way to, way, to, way to go me way to go colleen that's awesome <laughs> way to go team i'm so gonna become that person that like over over optimizes and then i'm like this is ridiculous like so okay so every day every day i do i like make myself a loose time box schedule and so i've started like color coding them based on my energy levels like Where's my energy oh, level for no. this? I know, I know. You're building a second brain in Notion. Oh, no. It's so much fun. Um, okay, so this is only week one, so I don't want to get too ambitious about it. But it's kind of neat to see like how my days... like Green is something I'm super pumped to do. Yellow is eh. And red is like, I really don't want to do this task. And so... It's kind of fun and it's easy, right? I, since I already make the list, I can just right click and assign it a color. I'll let you know how it works oh, no, out. No, you're going to have to sell a course soon. This sounds terrible. <laughs> well, I was inspired to buy, um, what is that book? Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. Oh yeah, somebody was talking about that recently, right? Yes, in our Slack because he was uh -huh, on yeah. Startups for the Rest of Us. And I'm only in chapter three, but I have to say it is not what I expected. I expected it to be really like just work harder. And it's not like that at all. It's, I mean, it's things that everyone always says, like make your four quadrants. His are a little yeah. different than the other quadrants, but it's a good exercise, I think, to go through that. Interesting. Yeah, I, I heard good things about that. I guess we both heard them in the same place, it sounds like. I think but we I'm, did. I'm <laughs> glad to hear it's good. Um, in terms of, Things that are read on your second brain notion document. Um, how how red is dealing with attorneys? Oh, it's super red. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but congratulations to us. We are officially a C corp now. Yes, that's very exciting. No, no longer an LLC. We're a C corp, and thank you to all of the. Um, all of the red work on your part to deal with all of those attorneys. I also, that was another thing I got back and I looked at, you know, I looked at all the emails and it was like 30 emails from attorneys, like sign this, sign this, sign this. And I just, all right, sounds good, man. Yep. Yeah. There was a lot of work to get us converted, but I think we're going to be happy we did it. Yeah, I think so. What a nightmare. 
but <laughs> it's done. And and again, I don't think starting as a C corp would have been the right call. I feel oh, like no way. that is a huge amount of overhead that would have just would have been way too early. So I totally agree. I totally agree. I think we made the right move. Well, I look forward to hearing more about your second brain. I am not super surprised because I know you do like, don't you do big year end review with your journaling? You're like, you're kind of, <laughs> you're kind of into the whole notion, like influencer I totally thing. Am. I am. I'm into it. I like it. I like to optimize. Yeah. Okay. Well, like keep it. me posted if it lasts longer than a week. I would love to hear more about it. <laughs> I know. Right. So I'm telling you about it now, but it's only day two. So let's see if it, <laughs> if it goes to next week. I only started yesterday. I was like, okay. oh, I should, I should audit my energy levels because that's the thing I need to know. Like, what do no, I enjoy? What do I not enjoy? <laughs> audit my energy levels. Oh my I'm sure I read that in a book. I'm sure yeah, that you somewhere. did or from a thinkfluencer on Twitter. Yes. Yes, I'm sure I did. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else? Nope, nothing for me. Anything from your side? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we can call it there. All right. All right. Bye, Sinclair.